0: Another edition of the Untitled Jeff Buck Podcast. I'm your host Jeff Buck, and today it's a social spotlight edition of the podcast with Justin Alguire of Junior Motorsports, who is currently competing in the Xfinity Series playoffs heading into Charlotte Motor Speedway this weekend. And Justin took some time out from the playoffs to talk about social media last week at Dover International Speedway. Really nice to sit down with Justin because he's such a good talker. He always has interesting things to say. He enjoys talking. He's personable. So it was sort of an excuse for me to catch up with him a little bit and talk about all things social media. All right, everybody. I'm here with Justin Algeyer. And, Justin, um, we were just talking. I mean, you've been on social media for a long time now, and I feel like you've kind of gone through the ups and downs with it. And You've been there for the rise Um, so first of all, I just want to start out by asking, how has your personal use evolved over the years to what it is now?
1: You know, I think that there's a fine balance because in, in one aspect, you know, I think for me, I was on social media before I had a child. And I think that having a child, it changes how you spend your time and, and how much time you have to devote to certain things. And, and I think for me too, just the stresses and the pressures and the, the, The time allotment of what we do um, here right now is is a lot greater than what it was whenever I first got on social media. So I'm probably not on as much as I would like to be. I I take that back. I'm on a lot. I just don't necessarily post a lot. And and the reason why is because um, I just – I don't know. I struggle because I, I love the interaction of it. And I love being a part of it. And, and to be honest with you, my wife is great at social media, and I I learn a lot from her on a daily basis. Um, but on the on the flip side of it, you know, some things I just don't. I'm kind of living in the moment of things instead of documenting them. In some ways, that's good, uh, but in other ways, like it's it's kind of bad. So I, I've struggled with social media on and off because I, I you know, there's times where I wish. I was better at it and then there's other times where I wish I had never started and and just kept off of it but I love the interaction with the fans you know I'm I'm my challenge is is that 140 characters is just not really necessarily always enough to to communicate with our fans and that's that's tough because you know you you're talking um, you know at Chicagoland alone I went through like 800 tweets of just stuff of people sending congratulations well I went through 250 text messages, you know, so it's like, there's no way you could ever respond to every one of them and not get lost and not, like, I mean, I have people that, that are like, man, I texted you after Chicago, and I'm like, you did? And it, one of them was my picker, one of my picker members, and I was like, man, I didn't even see it, so, you know, I think that there's a fine balance there, and I, I kind of struggle with what that balance should be.
0: So, uh, you touched on this, but being a dad, how much time does, you know, I, I, I'm picturing that you'd before you'd sit there... When you had more free time on your hands, uh, you'd sit there on the couch looking through tweets or something. Um, being a dad that requires your attention at home, how much does that take you off it? Even if you even if you want to be it, on it, how much less time do you have for it?
1: Well, now I find myself like getting on and like scrolling to the top, right? Like what's going on right now? And if I have a few free minutes, you know, I'm I'm looking at what's going on in the current current moment the challenge with that is is i'm i'm the typical uh my wife gets so mad at me because i'm i'm the typical i want to go through every tweet until i get to the top right so or or if it's instagram or if it's facebook like i've got to read all of them and see what's going on and i have to go in order and i have to go like at my pace so she gets so mad at me because she's like you literally can get off of twitter without scrolling to the top like it's not going to be in the world i'm like no because then if i get off i don't know where i'm like you know, when you come back on, it refreshes, and then I'm gonna lose all that. So I've kind of gotten in the habit now of like trying to get out of that and just scrolling to the top and being done with it. But on the flip side of it, you know, like especially Instagram, if you're on Instagram, you know, you, there's a lot you miss, like because it's it doesn't necessarily come in order. It comes in whatever it thinks you want to see. So like I'm missing a lot of things that would be things that I would want to see, and and usually seeing the crap that nobody wants to see, you know, on my feed. So. Um, I don't know. I, I struggle with that part of it. You know, I, I, my wife posts a lot, posts a lot of videos and and pictures of my daughter and, and not that I don't want to post those pictures or videos, but she's usually the one taking them. And then I'm going to end up posting the same photo she posts. And more than likely, most of my fans follow my wife anyways. So it's like, it's just easier to, to, to let her, let her do that part of it. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I, there isn't a good way to do it. I'll be honest with you. Like there's not a good way to balance it. You know, I'm typically reading Twitter at, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, twelve o'clock at night, in bed, you know, or when I get up in the morning or when I'm out by myself and I've got five minutes, you know, I'll sit in my truck if I get somewhere a little early I'll sit in my truck and scroll through. But that I think leads to me not posting as much because I'm I'm typically not on whenever I would want to post something cool. So I don't know. I, I think that's probably the biggest challenge with having a child and and having all the responsibilities that we have right now
0: that's you touched on a, a few really interesting things there you know it's instagram how like arrogant is it on their part where they think that they know what's best for you to see i want to see all the posts like you in order and yet you can't do that it's so frustrating with instagram that is the
1: really frustrating part i i tend to um i always get in that moment of like okay so i'll think of somebody's post and i'm like man i haven't seen their post in a while go to their page and i'm like oh man they have five new posts that. I haven't looked at right so i'll go through and look at them but then you get in that moment of like do i like all five of them (laughs) right or do i not like them because then like their feed's going to be blown up with like hey justin Ongar i liked all your photos but on the flip side of it if i don't like them and they like you know justin Ongar hasn't been liking my photos lately like especially if they like my photos right so then then you're like man i don't know so so to be honest with you i have actually gone on a on a binge of not Liking anything because I don't know when it's from, right? Like I don't know if it's four days ago or if it was if it was twenty minutes ago, you know. Uh, so I, I agree with you on that. I think for sure that it, it could it could be done better. Now that being said, I'm gonna pull my phone out. Right so on Instagram, I follow I follow 1,858 people, wow. and on Twitter, uh, I follow. 1400 people so in that regard like sometimes it gets a little bit challenging because like you'll go on times where nobody will post and you're like man I gotta go like search hashtags or search things that are like you know I'll go to like the trending and then there's other times where everybody seems to want to post at the exact same time and you're like scrolling up scrolling up scrolling up scrolling up scrolling up and you're like man I've only made it like three minutes you know and so uh that's the other challenge too is like People people are in waves, right? Companies come in waves. Like everybody does things on a different schedule, and nine times out of ten, they all do it on the same schedule. So that makes it a little bit challenging. But I wish, I wish Instagram was better at that. I also wish Facebook was a little bit more user friendly as far as like going back and seeing stuff um, because like I'll go on and you know look at a page, and if I go through and uh, approve posts on my page then when I when I go back to my main feed, it'll be all the posts that I just approved. And uh, some of them might be from 10 days ago. So it doesn't necessarily work either. So I, I've struggled with all of that. But at the end of the day, I guess it, it really doesn't matter as long as, you, as long as you have the people that you want to see and you get their stuff liked or commented on or retweeted or whatever you're going to do there. It makes it worth it.
0: So that's interesting about Facebook, though. Um, a lot of people uh, just seem to be kind of down... On Facebook, at least driver-wise, or that you know they kind of ignore it. They have somebody else manage it. Sounds like you are still managing your personal page, uh, your your professional page. I mean um, yourself. Um, what is the value there? Because I mean, there's still the most people on Facebook, and yet it kind of gets ignored. So it's, there's a lot of value there. How do you uh, use that for your professional work?
1: Well, I still look at everything, um, and I still try to do some some of the um, official page. I still do all of my so all of my accounts. My personal accounts are I, – I don't let anybody else touch them. The only person that has access is my wife, and the only reason is, like, if if she wants to keep people updated while I'm in the car, she has done that before, but we typically don't do that. Um, now, on my official Facebook page, um, my PR girl, Megan, um, she does do some of the posting on there, and, and the only reason for that is is because I feel like it went dormant for a while. Like, I went – I got on there one day to – like, to I was checking stuff out, and the last post was like – Eight months before that. And I was like, that kind of defeats the purpose of having an official page if there's not going to be any posts on it. So yeah. I um, – and then I went through a spell where I w- it's tied to my Instagram. And so I was posting like – you know, on Instagram you have the option to like put, post on Twitter, post on Facebook. Well, I didn't know that it wasn't posting it. So like there was a glitch between the two. And I went like three or four months where I didn't know that the pictures that I were posting weren't getting posted onto it. So now uh, I – I let her do some of the posts on it, like some of the things that they're gonna post, or some of the things that she thinks are important. Let, I've you know given her access to be able to put some stuff on there, just so that there's at least content on there. But then I still go back through, and reread you know all the the comments and and try to keep up with what's going on and what people are saying. And I, you know at the end of the day, it's important to me. Like I, I don't know that what you post is necessarily the most important. It's more the interaction that that I think is probably more important to to people. And so I think that's where I've, I've kind of gone with it is, like, I'll post as much as I can post on my own personal stuff. But then on, like, the official page, I let her do it. And, and it goes the same with the website. You know, like, it's crazy how much websites have changed, you know, from from years past. I mean, mine now is more of a um, kind of a news hub slash social media hub, right? So, like, you get the news that the team's going to send out of a press release or whatever. And then the rest of it is all social media um Like on your on your main page right now, there's obviously other tabs that you can go to other places. But, you know, keeping people up to date on what's going on on your on your social side of things is is as important or more important than anything else.
0: Yeah, I didn't even think about that, actually. I mean, when was the last
1: time you you went to a driver's website?
0: That's what I just started going through my mind. I'm like, yeah, you don't really need that anymore. And and the best way to keep it up to date is if it had your social feeds directly plugged into it, because that's the most up to date information that you're doing anyway. So it makes a lot of sense, really.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, I feel like, um, from my standpoint, you know, we do, like I said, we do all of our, like our press releases, and then right below that, it's all of social media. So whether it's Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, it's got all of them tied to it. YouTube. um, I feel like, you know, that's, for me, been the easiest, and, I keep wanting to do videos. I keep wanting to do more of YouTube. Um, I've set out like ten times. I bought a bunch of camera stuff and I was gonna do YouTube and it's hard like I don't know how people get like big YouTube followings because like we did a deal we we posted the video the other day of um Harper giving me my helmet and the the story of it and like I had like 800 likes between at the time like 800 likes between all three social medias that I run and I had 40 views on the video and I'm like okay well the the post on social media was to watch the video and people liked it or commented on it, but then I was only 40 views and I was like, that doesn't add up in my mind. So I don't, I, I, I was struggling with that, but uh, it's still, it's still fun. You know, I think, I think for all of us, the interact, like I said, I think that the, it keeps coming back to the interaction. You know, I'm, I'm probably, I probably like to talk a lot more than most drivers. My coochies over here, like, no, not it, not him. Um, so that, that, I would say that that, helps right but uh I don't know I I just like
0: the interaction part of it what happens when the interaction turns negative like for instance the the indie thing you know you posted a statement after that responding to everything do you go through all those comments you know even on on a bad day like that or do you just have to kind of turn it off after a while (laughs) my wife gets so mad at me because I go through good bad or indifferent right like it doesn't matter to me if it's
1: good or if it's bad like I want to know what people are saying and I want to know what the interaction is and 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 the hard part for me is I get really aggravated when people don't tag me. Like if you're going to subtweet or if you're going to tweet about somebody, like at least tag them so they know what you're saying, right? Because I feel like that's that's like going to high school and and you know, you're at the at one table and you're talking about somebody sitting in another table, right? Be man or woman enough to like stand up and say, "Hey, this is this is how I feel and this is what I think." Um you know, my my statement from Indy was a was kind of a a loaded statement i felt like uh which steve latart and i actually had this conversation um he called me after after indy and we had this conversation about you know there was a lot of things that happened that day obviously that we're all there wasn't a lot of positives out of it right but there was a lot of the story that never got that never got told and and you know i i told steve i said you know you you buried me on tv and and which led to a lot of what happened on social media. I'm mean, like, they took your comments and, they, uh, and and Jeff Burton's comments and they turned those into headlines. And they didn't, what they said wasn't necessarily as bad as what the headlines ended up reading, but it still caused things to, to be snowballed into something that, you know, I had people that wanted NASCAR to drug test me and all kinds of crazy stuff. And I'm like, I, it, I mean, it literally went from, from zero to 100 right now. And so I felt like for me it was important to put out a statement. Um, it, at the end of the day, it didn't matter. It didn't. It didn't change anybody's perception. It didn't fix what happened on the racetrack. But for me, I at least feel like all sides of the story should be heard at all times, right? So that's that's where social media is at for me. Is like whether you like somebody's opinion or not, you can at least post it out there on social media, and and that way people know where you're at and why you stand for what you stand for, and and so that's what. Uh, that's why the indie that's why the indie one was the way that it was. But it was great because because of social media, it caused the conversation between Steve and I. And I don't know that it changes anything on how he how he did the T V side of things, but but for sure we had great dialogue out of it and I feel like I feel more comfortable with where he's at as a broadcaster and and, and his position on things and, and understanding some things. And I also think he understands some things of where I felt like I was at as a driver. So it was it. Social media caused great dialogue that that we would have never have gotten had it not been there.
0: Something you touched on uh, earlier at the start of that last comment um, is very interesting to me and it, about tagging people. I think that's a really interesting conversation that I personally struggle with, because let's say you're going to say that, um, man, uh, Justin Allgaier, uh messed up right there or something like that. Right. If I or, or somebody, anybody tags you in it, it's almost like they're wanting to you to read it like so you said you you want to read it because you want you know be a man about it. if you're going to say it but at the same time that could bring like a ton of hate your way like an avalanche of people being like yeah that guy sucks or something so like you know what what is the balance there i guess Wh- when do you tag somebody when not you you feel like if you're going to talk about somebody hey let them know about it well i mean i feel like um whether it's
1: it's media or or fan or tv it doesn't matter like i I see a lot of stuff like because i follow a volume of people right i see a lot of stuff where people aren't tagged and you go through and you like you read the comments and and because that person's not tagged like you're reading comments and you're like okay well obviously they're positive or negative or whatever but the funny ones to me are the ones where like i'll see somebody's response with a tag of mine in it but the original post didn't tag me in it so it's like now i'm catching it secondhand, and then it's like then you read back through and then you get fired up like i would feel like i would almost be better off to be to know what somebody said and at the end of the day like if we make a mistake right if we do something stupid indie for example like we already know what happened we already know it was dumb like we already have discussed it internally as much as anybody else externally is going to discuss it that being said um it at least would, I guess, I, I don't know. For me personally, I think from your standpoint or from, you know, whether it's any other media member or, or fan or whatever, I think tagging somebody is appropriate. I don't know. I, I want to at least know if you're talking about me, I at least want to know. what Good, bad, or indifferent, I at least want to know.
0: Okay. Well, That's good to know. Um, let's wrap up on a more positive note. Um, when it comes to being a dad and, and sharing your home life, you mentioned that you know let you let Ashley handle a lot of stuff because she's in that used to do, being in that role. Um, so, what is the balance there like? Do you feel like it's uh, it's fans want to see that part of your life, and you feel comfortable sharing that part of your life? Well, I think I think I'm probably more comfortable sharing that part of my life than I,
1: than than what would fans would want to see of that part of my life. But you know, I think the funny part for me is just uh, you know, being around the racetrack and, and talking to a lot of our fans. Uh, I get a lot more responses on the posts that I make about my daughter than I do on the posts that I make about whatever else is going on in my life. So I, I still struggle with that though. Cause I don't mind posting. Like I would post pictures of my daughter every day, right? Like I love my daughter and, and I'm, I'm super happy to watch her grow up and like be a part of it. That being said, I feel like sometimes in this sport you find – like there's 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 enough and there's too much. And I don't want to ever hit that plateau because I feel like once you hit that, that number, like it just – it separates you out from everybody else. Like you don't want to go to work or to dinner or to whatever and one person is constantly like, oh, man, hey, I got this new photo in my – In my wallet or i've got this new photo on my phone and like constantly showing people photos of their kids like like i love that right but but at the end of the day like i love it because she's my daughter not everybody else loves it because that's not their daughter right like they could care less um so i i I don't know i struggle with that but like my wife i feel like the people that follow my wife are either a really close friends of hers or or b they understand that that's what they're getting right like I, i think sometimes as as drivers um, or team members, you, you're in a different role, right? And I feel like you're the same way in the media. Like, you you are Jeff Gluck of jeffgluck.com, right? So you are posting as a media member, but if you post personal stuff on your page, right, it's different. Like, it's a different part of Jeff Gluck that people aren't used to. Like, Justin Allgaier is kind of same way. Like, if they watch me race on Saturday, they're in the grandstands, whatever, and they want to see what's going on next week – they don't necessarily know that they're signing themselves up for a picture of my daughter or, you know, a picture of her at dance class or what, you know, whatever. So I don't know. I, I, I think that there is a balance. I, I don't know that I know what it is, um, but I try really hard to not over incorporate one side or the other. Like I want people to understand like my social media pages are my own. And, and so if I'm, if I post only info and, and, commercial-type content, right, like race team-style content, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, he know, he doesn't do any of his social media. But then again, if I only post on my daughter, people are going to be like, well, I can't go there for information of what I want to find out. So it's like trying to find that balance is is really important for me.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to join us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.
0: All right, everybody, so there you have it. And he makes a good point about tagging people in your tweets. It is kind of annoying when I see my name mentioned without being tagged in it. I'm like, well, why are you talking about me without tagging my name in it? So I guess I should do the same. I I was just trying to do it to be nice in some ways if it's something negative and not bring sort of the negativity into their feed with people replying to me and tagging that person's name in it. But he is sort of right though. I mean, if you're going to say something about somebody good or bad, you might as well show that you're talking about them. It's better than trying to sort of hide it in some ways. So I, I think I need to start tagging more people when I'm talking about them. Speaking of talking about people, I have some patron shout-outs to give, and these are people who are supporting both the podcast and my website on patreon.com, and I appreciate them doing that so I can get to the track and do these interviews for you. Um, this week, I want to thank Shayla Johnson, Ray Hoston, Vanessa Newton, and Christy Boyer. Thank you all very much. I appreciate that. Now, I won't be at a track this weekend, Um, I'm skipping Charlotte Motor Speedway. It's my last non-travel week of the year. However, Monty Dutton, the esteemed racing writer, is going to be covering it for jeffgluck.com. And then I will do a post-race podcast whenever the race gets in. Uh, You know, the weather looking a little bit iffy. Hopefully, it does get in on Sunday. But even if it's Monday, Tuesday, whatever it is, uh, I will be doing a post-race podcast after that from my home here in Portland, Oregon. So check that out. And until then, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.